Welcome everybody to another episode of Adeptus Ridiculous. My name is Bricky, my co-host is DK, and today we are doing a special book club episode that is entirely dedicated to the reading, reviewing, and discussing of books in the Warhammer universe. But before we start, if you are a patron or would like to become a patron, one, thank you, or two, check out the description and go to patreon.com slash Ridiculous, where you can get fantastic new stuff, including HD posters every month, generally with boobs, as well as access to our discord great emotes and of course most importantly our love and support because we are just that cool Ooh. Ooh. Hey, look, look at you that was good that was a that was a solid 10 out of 10 intro I, I stumbled a little about bit it. nah that was good that was I, solid i stumbled a little bit there was a little falling in there there was and- a little but that was that was that was like a professional intro well done everybody give d er, give yeah give ah. me a round of applause i will take the round of applause for you because i have set the template for a good intro obviously yeah. uh dk where can i get some merch oh yeah orchidate.com and get yourself some legally distinct adeptus ridiculous merch uh there are dice there uh hey bricky is there any kind of discount going on right now or is that over Oh, that was over. That ended in January. Okay, fuck it. Just go get yourself some sick merch at Orchid8.com. Um, yeah, there, there's some... I mean, there's the there's the hoodie. I'm literally wearing the black hoodie right now. It's great. Best material. Wonderful. Ooh, Check new stickers, too. Don't forget oh, the new stickers. And new stickers based on the emotes that you can use in Discord or if you are a High Lord on the YouTubes when we stream there on Thursdays and... The weekend, air quotes. We don't even do it every third. Damn it, DK. Well, we it do just, it sometimes, unless it's some... just when we stream. Sure, but usually we try to stream the day after an episode. That's usually a thing. we try, but Shy ruined it last time, so. Well, I mean, stuff happens. You know, there there are lives that need to be lived, and you know. Yeah, that's true. But you can get speaking, stickers on those emotes anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Speaking of lives and living. <laughs> and dead and dead twice dead we're we're a book club uh today <laughs> twice dead king reign the sequel to the absolutely outstanding twice mm-hmm. dead king ruin uh probably my favorite necron book beating out infinite divine just barely Um, and, uh, also we have a book club or no, we don't even have a book club episode on that one. We did an episode on Ultix himself after that one and, uh, would recommend checking that out. If you have not read rain yet already to get a little bit of context. Uh, we also had the wonderful Richard Reed on for an interview a bit ago. He, uh, was able to, to talk a little bit as he is the voice actor for the audible versions of both of the books and Infinite Divine as well. So pretty cool. Lots of lots of lots of stuff to check out. But oh yeah. So Twice Dead King Rain came out just a little bit ago, less than a month old, I think, give or take. Mm-hmm. And uh we both finished it. And yep. DK, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh yeah, I am I'm very conflicted about that- Rain. Same. I am mixed. Like, there are some really, really cool moments that happen in the book, but it also feels really, really repetitive at the same time. 
Like, they are just constantly running away from the Imperium. And it's like, oh my god, if we don't find some way to get ahead of the Imperium, we're all gonna die! The the, the dynasty's gonna die! And it's like, oh hey, we found a way to get ahead of them. Uh-oh, the, the Imperium's still on our tails, we're about to do some big revelation. Oh, but the Imperium, we gotta find a new way to get ahead of them. Oh, we found another way ahead of them, hooray! And it's just like, you lather, rinse, and repeat that for like, almost the entire book. And... I don't know. It it, it it got a little tired after a while of just, you know, oh, just, let's run away from the Blood Angels. Oh, there's the Lystragonian again. Oh, bup, 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 bup. And it's, I don't know. I, I'm less, I'm not as annoyed with the repetitiveness. I, I can I can use the idea of the repetitiveness to like, you keep putting in these situations over and over again. And it's repetition is meant to test Ultic's kingship. Uh, yeah. And that's why it slowly degrades over time. Um, he's a bad my, king too, by the way, he's a terrible he was a bad, he was a terrible king, and that's kind of kind of the point. He's a he's yeah. a young he's a young asshole who doesn't know what to do. Um, but I, so we after we did our twice did king ruin review, we actually got a a really nice message from Nate Crowley, the author. Mm. Uh, he was very pleased. He actually he actually um uh, sent me a copy of the severed book. Um, um, which is about Demosaur Zandrek and Oberyn, which I want to oh. I'm to read soon. It's uh, it's not on Audible, but it's at least I don't think it is. Okay. Um, but he sent that over. Super nice. I want to I want to mention that because he seemed like a really kind guy, and I and I feel terrible that I'm I'm going to be a little harsh on this book because I have I have a decent couple of problems with it. Well, even to our friends, we're going to be honest. We're not going to sugarcoat. We're just going to give you our honest, you know. We are assholes to each other, are we not? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like that's even a question? Like... I I feel like Ruin was a, a really compact, well-written book. It, it had a very clear opening, a very clear ending. It had great setup, great mm -hmm. payoffs. There was a lot of good back and forth. Um, the entire time I was reading Rain, my mind was going, I miss Jaceras. Ah, uh, yeah. Jaceras would have, would have really added a lot to it, I think. Yeah. Uh, his character, that dynamic. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so the idea of the, of the tragedy, this big tragedy, this fall really sold well in the whole Necron world. And then we got to Rain and I kind of felt like we didn't know where to go. Like, what do we do now? Yeah, and it was just, and, it yeah. was almost a comedy of errors. And, and to the point of, like, I, there are parts in this book that I really like. Agreed. There are parts of this book that I don't like. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing that I can point to that I overall find really, like, bad. There's yeah. nothing I can specifically point to and say, this is just a terrible scene. I hated this part. There was, it was, like, the pacing like yeah. things would happen and then be concluded really fast, or you'd think this would be happening, but then it didn't, and then you think there'd be more emphasis on this or that, and that's where it kind of lost me. There's some great parts. the The last hour and a half, in particular, are is very good. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, kind of. Uh, they've been hinting. They were hinting at that big reveal at the end. For I mean, that was set up like even in uh, even in ruin, you could kind of be like, oh. They, they kind of laid the groundwork for that uh, big reveal at the end. It's It's been in the works. It, so it it's wasn't been a works. huge surprise when it happened to me. Like, it was... You could you could kind of see it coming. 
Though, um, yeah, the, I guess, because the beginning was solid. Like, the first two to three hours was, was a little slow and meandering, but so was Ruin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I kind of expected it to be set up. But then that the, the second act, the middle part, really, I felt really was tonally off, and a bit tonally inconsistent, and just mm-hmm. kind of uh, here, there. Um, anyway, we'll get, we'll get into it, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Cause, yeah. uh, so Ultix is now new king. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he's been, he's new king. He's on the Acrops, an enormous fucking Necron vessel. And they are running away very like running away in space last Jedi style. Oh, definitely. Um, from the oh, Imperium. That's the perfect example of what it's like. It's, it's like the last Jedi in their futile attempts to run away from the big, bad, scary empire. Yeah. Yeah, but but comparing this to the Last Jedi is a disservice in its own right. Oh, absolutely right, not. They're God, not the God same, no, they're not the same quality level at all. It's just sort of the same backdrop, right? It's a yeah. very similar premise. Them yeah. running away, space things, and figuring out what to do. Um, but Ultix is there. He is struggling with leadership mm. as the king. Mentep, the crypt deck, is uh, being secretive and weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Yennick he's a sussy is Baca, yeah. he's a little sussy. Yeah. But Yennick is falling to the curse, but he's the admiral. And he's mm. trying to keep it all under wraps. Meanwhile, he's being stalked by a golden figure with one eye, constantly staring at him mm-hmm. uh, the whole time, and uh, which is like the disfract. And basically, yeah, given human or given Necron form. Yeah, and they're trying to do. They're trying to figure out what to do with it, uh, yeah. how to handle it, um, mm-hmm. and and that's that's the overall premise, and it's it's it starts off with like, like the repetition part you mentioned. I, I think it's definitely more of like a each scenario, it adds to the difficulties slash ineptitude of Ultix as a as a king. Yeah, he's a bad king. He's a bad king. He's a really and, bad and, king. It wasn't until the end where he became a better king. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the the idea. And it slowly shows his his difficulty. Like yeah. in the in the beginning, they're running away from uh, the Imperium, and he has a, a petty squabble with like an old childhood rival. Uh, oh yeah. This yeah, like yeah. lady lord, I forget her name. Yeah, it started with a D. It was like duh. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what her name is. Yeah, and, and then they like duel, and he kills her because he yep. thinks that they were uh, she was broadcasting their location to the Imperium. Yep, but she wasn't. And no, she was not. Then that 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 reveal is an interesting one. Yeah, so the, um, they like use her ship as like fuel, and then she's like stranded, and then she's gonna get like overrun by the Imperium. But no, but she was gonna like legitimately help sacrifice herself. Oh, that's for... right. Yeah, she was gonna fly right in and destroy them, like destroy herself and the ships. And and he was like, "No, you're a fucking traitor. You're trying to take the glory from me." And blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a little a little bizarre in that whole situation. But like, okay, uh, you know, old six is an inept king. He's kind of we- he's kind of angry and and very uh, he's kind of jealous. He doesn't really know how to lead properly. Yeah. Um, but there, there's a new cast of characters that arrive. Oh, not necessarily new, but some more. Uh, we get a lot more Lysychor in this mm. one, and I'd mm. argue he's the standout character of the <laughs> damn entire book. <laughs> well, for a lot of it, he, he doesn't have a ton of screen time. Yeah. In the in the second act, he kind of just fades off and does his, his own, own thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's just fun every time he's on screen. He's every time he's there, 
actually in the book, I'm having a good time. Every mm. time he's there, his his antics, there's this like, hey, I can like assassinate you and people if you want. Like, if I kind of want to do yeah. that. He's like, no lie, psycho. He's like, oh. And then he's like, is his growing like canoptic army. <laughs> he has this this enormous <laughs> army of wraiths and scarabs, and he's just going around like, hey, you're gonna, I'll just deal with them. Don't worry about it. And then he's just mm. moving through like the, the what was it, the trebuchet, and he's just murdering Mechanicus guys. Oh, yeah. Like pop, 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 pop. He's like, oh, he's you a, know, you know the you know the trebuchet is gonna be like covered in troops. He's like, yeah, it's fine. I can handle it. Don't worry. I got yeah, it. I, I got it. I have friends. Uh, and, and then, then the, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, uh, uh, Ultix is so fucking worried about him. He's he's like, uh, Scarab, could you keep an eye on him? Cause I, mm, I mm, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure that he's not gonna try and like betray us. But I kind of need him to go on a killing spree. So, uh, mm, please, please keep an eye on him. Make sure he doesn't do anything evil, too evil, too evil. Yeah. The um. That actually is another thing I want to mention. The scare no longer having his submines, I think, was a real blow to the to the oh, a real God, blow yeah. to the book. I really liked the submines. I think they added a ton to his character in the first book. A ton. Mm -hmm. And having them basically be all pushed into a tiny scarab and then relegated to background. He, yeah. The scarab is barely in the book. Yeah, it, it only pops up a couple times for uh discussions with Ultix, but yeah, you know, now that I think about it, like, as I was reading Rain, a lot of the time I was like, man, something's missing. Like, I really liked Ruin, and Rain is, is it's still good. It's still a good book. But I was like, man, something's missing. And I, I, I think it's the submines. I think it's not having that dispute with all of his submines, especially when he's in such a conflicted state of, like, not knowing what to do and not knowing how to lead. Having, like arguments with his submines would have really added uh, a lot to this book, I think. So I, I, I absolutely I would, I would agree about the submines being gone being a huge blow uh, to the overall vibe of the book. Like, yeah. Kind of kept him in check, too, sometimes when he was getting out of hand. Mm -hmm. um, there's a couple other characters added, though. Uh, we have uh, Packet, who is his lich guard, who doesn't have a whole lot to do with the book. But mm -hmm. um, then you have my favorite character, which is Zoltanek. <laughs> um I yeah. is great. Um he I think he adds a lot because he's he's cut he's a prince, he's not a king mm -hmm. um of the Ogdebek dynasty, mm -hmm. uh, which is the the copper clad Necrons, which is a super cool concept of having a bunch of Lich Guard with war hammers. Oh yeah, G giant war hammers instead of goddamn um, scythes and stuff. Like yep. he's just this big ass Necron with a big fucking hammer. He's voiced really well too. I I love his voice and just his uh, mannerisms of talking in the third person all the time. In the third person and into the hypotheticals, <laughs> yeah. he's like, it's like, ha! Does Zoltanek King believe Ultik's a fool? No, <laughs> but he believes Ultik is misguided. Is Ultix King a bitch? Zoltanix thinks so, but we can fix it. <laughs> he's, he's always got that thing. It's like, is, is Zoltanek minorly sus? No, twas green who sabotaged the ship. <laughs> twas green. Emergency he, meeting, Zoltanek <laughs> thinks. <laughs> he's, he's really, he's really good. He's a great addition. Mm -hmm. And 
because I know uh, he has he has a, a nice little moment where he, he mentions his uh, his prior um, the their Pharon was uh, was a matriarch. Yeah. And then I remember Otex made some statement. It's like, oh, I thought it was a patriarch. And Zoltanek's like, no, that changed. And I'm like, oh, huh, huh. neat. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then you get to get you a little, 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 little bit of that going on there. People probably yeah. appreciate that. Oh, sure. and, and they don't, it's not egregious or annoying. Yeah. Nice and perfect. Yeah. But it was cool seeing, uh, cool seeing Zoltanek. Just really great, really great addition. Oh, yeah. Um, I loved the Technomancer. The uh, oh, I forget. oh, 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 right. Uh, Nagesh, Nageshkin, Nageshkin, I think. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The really monotone, never really explains everything. He's just like, can, can you, can you, can you fix the engines? No. Wait, no. Oh, like, why, sure? why not? Broken. Yeah, but like, can you fix it? Like, mm. Yes. How long will it take? Three out, three days. It's like, we don't have three days. Then I cannot fix it. <laughs> Zoltan, how do you put up with her? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> She's super fun. I, I, every time, you know, it kind of gets like a little sass to Ultics. Yep. And I, I appreciate that. I think you need that kind of character. It kind of gives a little, little pokey. There's, there's a lot of great side characters in this. Yeah, there are. In this book. In fact, I argue that the best character, side characters, actually, our main trio of Ultics. Yenek and Mentep are are kind of my least favorite of the three uh, of the characters. All the side characters yeah. outside of them. Well, Yenek is pretty great at the end, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all the side characters. I I love their inclusion, and I mean, Ultix is a fine character. He's sure. fine, but you know, you're annoyed with him because he's being Ultix. Bad king. He's, he's, he yeah. makes a lot of bad decisions through the course of the book. So it's it's hard to kind of really like Ultix because it's just like, ooh, Ultix, come on, man. You're being a real idiot right now. You, oof, oof, oof. And then Zoltanik comes in and is an absolute Chad and it's like, oh god, I love Zoltanik so much more than Ultix. Oh my god. What a what a, what a beast. Let's go. Ultix feels like what I think he is, which is a, a, a guy who who got biotransference at 18 years old and never really grew up. Yeah. And he has no idea how to rule. Yeah, he really doesn't. Which is the point of the book, obviously. Yeah. It's to show yeah. that he's a bad king. That's the whole point. <laughs> and, and boy and is his, he. <laughs> and boy is he. And, and boy, how he gets, howdy does he do that. And how he kind of moves his way through. But um, there's there are some good moments. I, I par- Oh, Baraka. Uh, I liked yeah, Baraka yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um... But like as it moves on, you know, the they kind of go through their little, their little running away from the Imperium. They're like jettisoning all their cargo. They're sucking away ships' energy. Mm-hmm. Um, they finally find a Mefrit trebuchet, yep, which yeets them damn far away, that away from li- the Imperium. <laughs> it's just like a catapult that just yeets them into space at a really high rate of speed. Yeah, which also has them raiding a whole bunch of Mechanicus ships, which actually. Has our our part where where Neff dies? Yeah, Neff goes which, out like a champ. Yeah, but he he just kind of went out. There was really no build up or or like he didn't do anything super heroic prior. There was no like emotional anything. He just kind of walks out, and within like two pages, he's gone. Yeah, it, it felt it felt really unearned. If I'm being totally honest. Yeah, a little bit. He, Almost like, ah, oh, we don't know what to do with Neth anymore, so let's just have him go out heroically, uh, sort of being the reason that uh, the king is saved. Yeah, he felt like he just kind of 
died. Like they like almost like they needed to kill him for a quota or something. It was really, <laughs> I, I I was really unsatisfied with his death. Yeah, I was just satisfied that Neth had something important to do because I, I I like Neth. I like Neth's weird uh, voice. That that's actually what I think made me sad is I like Neth too, and I wish he had more to do and something more heroic. Yeah, because he's really ran the... out of things for him to do. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of the only real sacrifice I can think of. Uh, um, yeah. Because other people die, but <laughs> yeah, unwillingly. Yeah, but then not <laughs> yeah, not of their own accord. But yeah. um, but then like, what was it? They they get yeeted all the way to um, what's the name of that place? The uh, the Carnatite, which is Mentep's oh. old world that he did some fucked up experiments on things. Yeah. Um. And they met with the the warlock of Carnatite. Yeah, that warlock though. Holy shit! Another amazing <laughs> side character that yeah. I fucking loved. <laughs> Another side character that's way more interesting than Ultix. Yeah. He was dude. The fucking the fucking warlock was a baller. I thought he was so cool. Oh yeah, he was nightmare fuel too. He was a force of nature. That, Seriously, with all like the 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 wires going everywhere, and like just he's like manipulating the planet to his will, and it's like, oh, okay, okay, buddy. He he was uh, off much Jesus. He was literally turning. He turned the prior Pharon into a crypto thrall, and then it's just controlling him. And then he like stops controlling him, and the crypto thrall just starts screaming violently, and he. Recontrols yeah. him and he's like, "Hey, see, no more screaming. It's fine. Hooray, he's fine. Hooray." Oh, that's yeah. that. That part was fan was really good. I liked the warlock stuff a lot. It's a shame. Oh. It's a shame they didn't uh, do more with the warlock, and they just kind of were like, "Yeah, cool." And the warlock was like, "Hey, Mentep, uh, here, remember some stuff. Why don't you?" And it's like, "Oh, okay." And you're just gonna leave the warlock now? He was really cool. Maybe, maybe we want to do more on the. We're left now. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, no, I guess we're leaving now. I it's, leaving, it's, yeah. I find that a lot of the time. I, I want more of certain characters, but they're not like, I don't get enough of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that pacing again. It just feels the, like the you pacing. don't get enough time with him, and it's just like, but he was so cool. Where are we going? Oh. Yeah, things things are, are, are feel like they're being set up and then dropped. Like, yeah. like things happen too quickly. Yeah, because um, like, oh, we need to go to Carnatite because I did all these things because I'm Mentep and mysterious and I've got problems. And then they meet the warlock and it's like, I oh, we need to go here now. And like, there's not much time to process everything. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's kind of the big like, it's not the second act low point. I think it's maybe the click into Act Two where they learn how to go on something called the Ghost Wind. Yeah. And the. That part, this part was is a little bugged me a little, but so the ghost wind is a method of transportation utilized by the flayed ones, which, yeah. um, if you actually in game, that was an old thing for a while. Is the lore was that flayed ones had their own pocket dimension, their mm -hmm. own special realm, and that's why in game you can like teleport them because they they come out of that realm, and they're ready to to cause problems. You know, right, right. So that concept, that whole idea, is still on board. Mm -hmm. um, we're still, we're still right on that, and, and so they go in the Ghost Wind in order, it's sending them to Drazak. Yes, and and Drazak is the home of the Flayed Ones. 
so to speak. There is a there is even a stratagem in the game called Shadows of Drazak, which yeah. is uh, like a minus to hit on flayed ones or something. Yeah, and they're like worried about meeting the uh, the the Bone King. Was Bone like, King. What was his name? He had a name. It was like Varla something, the Bone King, and they were they were like, oh god, we don't want to deal with him. Oh no, who knows what the Bone King is gonna? Oh god, the Bone King, flayed ones, right? Um. So I saw. Yeah, they, they didn't want to go to Drazak at all yeah. because they're Trazen scared of the illness. Really, really didn't want to go to Trazak. He was very upset when he found out that they were uh, on their way to Trazak. Wait, did you say? Did you say Trazen? Trazak. Drazak. Drazak. I, I do think I was getting it a little uh, mixed up with Trazen because I kept. Hearing I thought so. I kept hearing Trazak in the book, but. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, no. It's it's Drazak. Tra- okay. Yeah, I kept hearing Trazak, and I was like, "That sounds like a good place for Trazen to be." Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> right, anyway. <laughs> um, uh, though there's a couple parts in the the ghosts when they they get that annoy me. Like, well, for one, uh, Ultix opens up the area beneath Mentep's workstation, and he uh, finds yeah. a bunch of fucking meat and a yeah. bunch of flayed ones. I think, and he's yeah, like, he does. And he's like, oh, we want to cure them or something at some point. So we're not going to kill them all, you know, despite you wanting that. And this is like his big spiral down. Oh, yeah. This is the big, big, like, uh, sort of, I don't want to call it a reveal. But, yeah, once he breaks that sarcophagus and it's like, what's all this? That's kind of yeah, big, well, like, he's, he really starts to go south. Well, he kills Mentep. Which, he sure does. Which I I... I don't. I don't know if he's. Act- they kept saying like, "Oh my God, you killed Mentep! You killed Mentep! Mm-hmm. I can't believe you killed Mentep!" And they kept saying it so yeah. much that I'm like, "Oh, there's no way he's dead. This is so obviously a bait and switch." Yeah, it, it definitely did seem like they were gonna do something where it's like, "Oh, actually, Mentep was already inflicted by the curse, and cutting him in half did nothing, and he just blah 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 blah." And- I mean, but, I guess I guess there is kind of a reveal later that uh, he Zot. is. Yeah, well, that yeah. doesn't really count though. That'd be like killing Ultix and saying the scarabs are him. Yeah, I know, but uh, that's kind of like the big reveal. It's like, oh, there's still a piece of Mentep here. Woo, 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 woo. And, but it, it felt like it yeah, felt it, like it, so obvious. Like, oh, he's so alive. Like they kept saying, oh, don't worry, he's dead. I thought they said so much that I thought they were trying to. They were trying to impress the fact that he wasn't. Yeah, like they were gonna be like, "Oh no, he's fine. Look at this. This is this is how we cure it. We found the cure. Hooray! Hooray!" Yeah, I, I was so shocked that he was he was dead. Despite yeah. despite it all, despite being such an important character and basically you know being the one person that could talk some sense into Ultix and give him some sagely wisdom, it's just like, nope. He got his ass beat. He got his ass whooped. Um. What? And and then Yennek gets put on like a like a derelict vessel with all the flayed ones and just jettisoned. Exiled, out of, yeah, 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 literally exiled out of, into space, mm-hmm. uh, which is not great. Nope, that's not great. And and th- that's when the ship really kind of starts to turn on him because Yennek was like the foundation of the Acrops. Everybody was kind of looking to Yennek because like, oh look at look at Yennek, he's fighting this thing off so well. Oh, there we always have a little faith as long as Yennek is here. And then once Yannick is gone, Ultix is like, uh-oh. I'm getting a lot of funny looks now. What the fuck? Yeah. Lysychor is like, hey, everyone kind of wants to kill you. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, Just nobody, saying. Nobody trusts you, buddy. Um, 
But but then there's the the big reveal that okay, well, a couple things happen. One, and this uh, like this Warhammer, it, nothing makes sense. Mm-hmm. But this bugged the shit out of me. The Imperium finds them in the Ghost Winds. I am so glad that you brought that up because I okay. have no idea how the Imperium and the Blood Angels even got into the Ghost Wind. Like, how do they? The Necrons don't understand this tech, and they're the fucking Necrons. Yeah. How in God's name did did they get in? I I don't yeah. understand. Like, I, I I get the idea that they were uh they were tracking. The Acrops' movement because uh, uh, Ultix got his gold. Uh, he got his gold coat by stealing some gold from the Imperium that had some like bone fragments in it from like the bones of the saint. Yeah, it had bones of the saint in it. And there was there was even a part where like uh, some Imperium psyker slave is looking at him, and all he can sense is like the. I guess he's blind or something, or he can't see well, but he's a psyker, so he can sense the bones of the saint. He's like, oh, holy saint! And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Um, yeah, like, like Psychor has like a has like a can of of human. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just like, hey, I got a present for you. And it's like it's a Psycher and Pack. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck is this? Get it away now! Yeah. <laughs> and it'd been, it'd been going insane in its little coffin box. And but yeah, it's like even even if you can trace that trace the Acrops, it's like okay, they they literally went to a parallel dimension. Okay, what? How are like? If they don't even know how they got into the ghost wind because Mentep got them in because Mentep got the knowledge of it from the warlock, how the fuck did the Imperium get in there? Did they just psyker themselves in? Did they just use a shitload of psychers and just warp their way in? It's never explained. And even though they they know nothing about the ghost wind, the, the Imperium doesn't, and yet somehow their technology works better in the ghost wind than the Necron's technology. What? They're they're chilling. They yeah. they are they are surprisingly doing well during this entire period of time. Yes, they're really well. They're they're catching up to the Necrons. The Necrons are in complete disarray and depression because like, oh shit, they're catching up. Like we 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 gotta we gotta shred parts of the ship. We gotta you know we gotta jettison. Like they get they they just dunk a bunch of their warriors. They just let a bunch of warriors go because they're too heavy and they're like, oh, at some point we'll reanimate them. It'll be fine. It's it's it was really bizarre. It's really like, weird it's, that it worked. Yeah, it's super bizarre that like somehow the Imperium followed them into the Ghost Wind. Of all the of all the things, you would think they would be safe in, in that of all of all things, but I guess they they still needed the conflict. Though I think conflict aboard the ship would have been equally fine. Oh yeah, definitely. Like without Mentep, they're essentially stranded in the Ghost Wind because he was the only one that knew how it worked. That's the only person the warlock gave any information to. So without Mentep, you're just sailing on a wind that you you don't know where it goes or how it operates. Like that's enough conflict. Yeah, it's it's really. It, it, I thought it was a very bizarre decision to have them somehow follow them to the Ghost Wind. Because as far as I'm aware, the Imperium travels via the warp the entire time, and this is not the warp, or yeah. or it is the warp, and it's to be explained in the third book. But at the moment, I am thoroughly confused. Agreed. Despite Agreed. this all, this is when Ultix is like really kind of seething and coping. Ooh. Um, but then they actually get do get to a, a pretty great part, which is when they get boarded by the Blood Angels. Mm-hmm. And the Blood Angels are are Giga Chads in this in this book. <laughs> yes, they are. This uh, is the you, Blood Angels fan book. 
If, if you're you like yeah. Blood Angels, you want to read this one, yeah. If you like Blood Angels, and especially if you like Death Company, because <laughs> it was kind of funny reading it and, and watching them fight off all these fight off all these Blood Angels, and they're you know saying they're immortals up, but then the the Blood Angels have like jetpacks and they're dropping plasma bombs on them and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then then Old Six is fighting their chaplain, ah, and yes. and he stabs the chaplain in like the stomach or something. Mm-hmm. I forget, and then all the Death Company are like, Horus! <laughs> that's you right! You motherfucker! Yeah, that's right, he gets the same wound that Sanguinius got from Horus, right? And they are all and they all just sort of start seething, and I'm assuming that's the Black Rage that they're falling to? Yeah, they all start just going maniacal, and they start ripping Lich Guard apart, and they're yeah. and like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are they fighting so hard now? They're fighting way harder. What the fuck is this? And then, uh, but then after that, you get uh, Baraka to come save the day. Oh, and boy. Um, yeah, Baraka makes uh, makes a bitch out of the uh, Blood Angels. Even with the Black Rage, Baraka comes in and just annihilates. He slams his face into like a fucking pillar nineteen times. Yup, he goes Hulk smash on him. He's oof. The uh, I must admit though. I mean, I don't know what the stipulations are of writing a 40k book, mm-hmm. but I I had this weird feeling of like requiring them. I don't know if this is true or not, but um, the Decrons got their recent range update, right? New models and shit. Mm-hmm. A all of Baraka's destroyers are new models. Okay. Also, the little the little uh, Pharon that was a Crypto Thrall that the Warlock was controlling. Crypto Thralls are also new models, and oh, so man. Baraka had four destroyers. He had a Scorpec Lord. He had the the Slithery Ophidian destroyer, the six pistoled Hexmark, and the Locust Heavy with the giant gun. Okay. And it was. I don't know if it's a requirement, but the fact that each and every one of them was in there and their new models, my, my tinfoil hat is on a little bit. I mean, it is a new book, and I mean, you might as well use the new minis. I mean, if you can get a little bit of uh, double advertising in there, why not? I, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I could see them at least strongly recommending that maybe consider using some of these characters that are now for sale minis on the shop, eh? A yeah. So I'm, I'm a little tinfoil hatty on that, but... uh um. But besides that whole whole stick, um, the whole the fighting the Blood Angels was cool. I wish there was more. The, the Zoltanek and Ultix like duo fight the Terminators, mm-hmm. and I wish there was more of that. A back to back like young Ultix and just enormous it's Zoltanek, Zoltanek who's yeah. like like fifty percent bigger than Ultix, just wa- like wailing on people with his hammer. Yep. I'm I'm sad we didn't get more of that. I wouldn't mind just a solo Zoltanek book, like a book that's just like, oh yeah, well done, Ultex, you you did your thing, and now we just follow Zoltanek on his wacky zany adventures. I would love that. I I'd like a short story. I don't think Zoltanek okay. could be a major character because I think his little sh- gimmick and his voice would get old Maybe if he's the, right. the main character. But he is fun. Short story then. I'll, I'll, I'll short short story. Then. Sure, sure, sure. Um. But what is it? After they deal with all the blood angels and shit, um, 
Well, they, uh, Zoltanek rams their fuck. Oh, the, right. It ends with them fighting a dreadnought. Yeah. It, it was yes. weird, like, because, uh, you know, I every time I've heard about dreadnoughts, they seem like absolute monsters. Like, holy shit, the dreadnought will turn the tide of battle. There, are you if you if you're fighting a dreadnought, you better have another dreadnought. And uh, it seemed like Ultix just kind of was like, ah, dreadnought. That's bitch meat. And then just deals with it very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm... I had that feeling a little bit just in this book in general where I kind of was going back to thinking about my, 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 my nice little Night Lord books. And I, <laughs> I kind of appreciate that despite the fact that the Night Lords are, are demigods, they felt way more mortal than Ultix ever does. Ultix oh, yeah. feels like laughably overpoweredly strong, which I mean Necron, don't get me Necron. wrong. Yeah, Necron's but it was kind of it was kind of disappointing that he never felt in danger. Yeah. He always felt like he could body whatever he deals with. Like everything he feels mm -hmm. like he can body. Yeah. Um, and even if he can't body it, he like re relocates and gets his body rebuilt. And mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, I was so shocked that like the dreadnought put up zero fight. Like, the Dreadnought was, was taken to Pound Town very oh, quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. Ultix just kind of walks up to it and is like, this is some bitch fuel. And then just kind of wrecks it. Um, yeah. Though the big reveal at the end of that is uh, he thinks nobody is watching him. And uh, he's he's sort of at the sarcophagus and he's looking at the like the little uh, almost dead inside. And in a fit of rage, the Dreadnought pilot tries to like bite him. And Ultix tries to bite back. Ultix doesn't try to bite back. He, he does, does bite. bite back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that 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 part I thought was great. Mm -hmm. That scene right there when I heard like and he decided to take a bite. I'm like, oh my god. Yep. That was like holy shit. Oh, I, I was yep, shocked. That's, that's where we're going. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> that that was a great scene. That was a fantastically written scene. It caught me super off guard, but in the in the good way that didn't feel unearned. Yeah. Definitely. It felt very much earned. It felt very much like, holy shit. Yep. Because, like I said, they, they had been sort of planting seeds for this to happen. And then when it finally does, it's like, oh, God, it actually, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mm. Oh, boy. Um, also, Shy said, so you can say Rain did for Dreadnought fans what Brutal Cunning did for Night fans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, not, not quite that bad. They didn't. He didn't kill, like, three Dreadnoughts. Like, it's true. Where where they annihilated like seven knights or something? Yeah, that dreadnought had no offense though. It didn't do anything. It just got wrecked. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor yeah, not 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 a good book for dreadnought fans. Definitely. No, it was it was a bit wrecked. But but that part is really solid. And right after biting that dude, Ultix is like, well, guess I'll die then. <laughs> Pretty much, he takes his fancy little ship and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna fly into the Lystragonian and uh, it fuck this." Yep, and the, even even like Zoltanek breaks the Lystragonian in two by like ramming it or something. Yeah, yeah he which, rams which was, like which right was, through it with his ship. Yeah, which was really random because I was like, "Wow, it was that easy." <laughs> he just he just cut it in half by just ramming Zoltanek's ship. He could have done this at any point. Why yeah. didn't he? Why wait until now? Why not do that before? And yeah, yeah. It, it's like I was shocked how fast the damn ship died. And then he sent like Baraka, and they sent Baraka and his destroyers to go deal with all the Space Marines on that ship, and they're never seen or heard from again. 
Yeah. I, it, assumed it, assumed dead, which is weird. Wait, I thought he sent Baraka and and his cult just out to like on a on a on a ship and just was like, okay, see ya. And they just I, I thought I thought the he forever. I thought he sent them to go deal with the remaining space marines from the Lystragonian trying to put the ship together. I thought. Um, I thought Am he I wrong? decided. I I so here's what I thought happened. And uh, chat can correct us and tell us which one of us is right or wrong. It's been a little bit since I read it, so I could be mistaken too. Um, but I thought he sent Baraka and his uh, his cult uh, into like their own little pod and just sort of jettisoned them into the dead wind or the ghost wind. And it's like they would just they would just wait until someone found them and then just have a feast and then just go crazy once they were found. And then um, Ultix would try and go deal with whatever was happening on, like, the Lystragonian and everything and give the rest of his dynasty time to, like, get away because he's like, oh, God, I fucked up. I'm such a bad leader. So I'm going to die to sort of give them time to escape. I, I think... I, I didn't really get his motivation too well of why he wanted to kill himself. Yeah. Besides his, him falling to the Flare Curse and him yeah. killing all the other guys. Yeah. Him realizing it, it, that he, he had fallen to the Flare Curse and everybody knew he had fallen to the Flare Curse. So, And, and even that, yeah. It, it, and then he basically just flies out with Packet, yeah. the Lich Guard, who's, who's remained a really awesome character... She said she said nothing, but she's like his personal assistant Lich Guard. She's always been there helping him every time. She has a very she has a very Boba Fett style vibe to her where, where she's mm. she doesn't really say or much, but she does enough to make her interesting. Yeah. At least in, in Empire Strikes Back, that is. Had, hadn't she also was she the one that also fell to the flare curse, except she wanted Ultix to be her executioner, and then at the very last second they No, that was the Agora Nomos, the grain guy. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That was that was the grain boy. And okay. which which he took over as Yenex thing. And he, he actually Grain Boy actually did okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was alright. Um Yeah, I got but, those mixed up. Okay. But he he died. Uh, I don't know. Like, well, I don't remember if Grain Boy died. I don't know if he did or not. But um, but no, Ultix died, and then they got taken aboard the was it the Lystragonian. Which ship was that? I think it was the Lystragonian. But his death was really like Ultix's death was weird. It, it, it was I I that whole scene. I didn't understand what the fuck was happening. Yeah, like he like his ship gets shot, and then he gets shot, and then like. He, it's like, he oh, like yeah, hallucinates. Ultix dies, but then he's like, oh, I didn't die because, like, all of my memories and all of my being and all of Jasir's and all of, uh, uh, Unis's, uh, was it Unis? I don't know. Anyway, uh, everybody's memories were, like, implanted in his flux that was, like, floating around in space so he could, like, decide who he wanted to be or something so he could decide if he wanted to be Jasiris the king or if he wanted to be flawed Ultix and he was like oh I guess I'd better be Ultix because that's what I've always been and then he kind of just wakes up in the heart of the Lystragonian it was very weird it was I it was very weird 
I didn't understand jack all with that entire part. Yeah, it was it was very confusing. I read it a couple times and I'm like, I still have no fucking idea what happened. He he yeah, he 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 died, but he I guess was allowed to choose what Necron he wanted to be reincarnated in as and he was like, Oh, I'm so attached to Ultix and he made up everything I was, so I guess I better be him again and uh, uh, and he gets he, reincarnated as not King Ultix. Yeah, I it was really weird. That whole scene, I was I had a big puzzled look on my face when I was listening to it. I yeah. did not understand what was going on. Agreed. Um, but he, he wakes up and in this the lower chambers of this area, and then Packet's there. Yeah. And that the scene with Packet's really fucking good. It makes me really sad because I was like, oh shit, she would have been a great character if they kept her around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, she has all this thing. She's like, yeah, I I taught you how to use the glaive when you were a kid. Yep. I was your I was your tutor, your instructor, and you sucked at it. <laughs> hey, you were awful with that thing. You were a bitch. And he's like, Oh yeah, I was. You were trash. But <laughs> you had a you had a good heart. Too good of a heart. That was your problem. You couldn't be a good Necron leader. Mm-hmm. Uh but and then what did he, what did he say? It's like how how did I do as a king? And she was like, Ah, you were better than Unas. <laughs> and she's like, Oh Real thanks. High bar. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, fucker. <laughs> Yep. It was it was really that part was good. The the ending with Packet was surprisingly well done. Like everything after Ultix's death is pretty solid. Oh yeah, definitely. Because then because yeah. then he finds Yennick and all the flayed ones in the ship. Yeah, he's, and, which is and, also weird. I'm not sure how Yennick got in there. Oh, I, I get that. Um, because they're in the Ghost Wind, and since he's afflayed now, he they can oh, travel around. Oh, you're right. Okay, I guess I didn't realize that the Ghost Wind was a specific like flayed ones transportation device. That's true. That's right. Because uh, uh, Ultix actually talks a little bit more about how he's able to move in the Ghost Wind once he, uh, you know. Yeah. Um. It's like whatever the way they do that. But that was the idea. Was was like. That this is what took a turn for the for the better. It was yeah. The, these flayed ones are they are my people, despite their illness. They shouldn't be cast out. They should be treated yeah. with respect. Yeah, and then boy, do those flayed ones go fucking absolutely hog wild on the Lystragonians. <laughs> that that's that was really <laughs> super dope. That that whole thing, I I really like that whole part because it's very it's very much like a. These are your people, Ultix. Mm-hmm. The flayed ones are not something that you should be ashamed of. It is not a sickness. It is simply what you are. Do not cast out your people. Instead, treat them well, and they will follow you. Yep. And, and Yedek, too. And, and so then he's like, all right. It's now Ultix, king of the flayed ones. And then they just go ham. Oh man, they they rip the ship apart. Yep. They the 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 Imperium and the Leicester go. They have no chance. They they're, get they're absolutely literally absolutely overrun and decimated. They are literally in your walls. Oh yes, they're, they're in your they're, walls. They're coming to eat you. Yep. Because they're in the Ghost Wind, which means that they can literally teleport anywhere on the ship that they want at all times. Mm-hmm. So they're just they're like running they're they're running on all fours with these like long bladed rictus grin looking robots yep. just like running at Mach five but with completely silent and they're coming out of grates and and ripping yep. open walls and grabbing people and dragging them into the dark to be like sliced to ribbons. Yep. 
it's and, and even Yennick gets his like he the razor of Seda can finally be unveiled, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 It's it, whew, yeah, and uh they they do such a good job that the rest of the Imperium is just like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Like, uh uh-uh. uh. We're not dealing with the flayed ones. We are out of here. Fuck this. Yeah, it's it's very a very, very, very satisfying ending. Oh yeah. The the whole the whole part of them running through the ship murdering people is written phenomenally. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so badass. I'm yeah, just I'm just imagining like like a like a in a, in a film like a side shot of Voltix like running through the fucking place and you see Flay ones <laughs> like 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 running past him and like grabbing the people to his side and stuff. Mm-hmm. You get this one long tracking shot type thing, you know? Yep. And they're all like crawling on the walls around him like this just big wave of insects of and they're just flayed ones. Yeah. yeah, and you and you can hear like the screeching and the like the like nails on chalkboards yep, and, and the, stuff. The, the, like the sort of chittering sound of uh of metal on on uh metal claws skittering around on the deck it's it's really good it the the last hour and a half of this book is is pretty fucking great oh yeah um and and the book ends with them kind of rejoining i guess mentep's dead (laughs) yeah mentep is is dead uh the big reveal is zot is actually mentep's version of the uh of the sub mines that uh it's like it's like mentep's scarab so it's te- Mentep Scarab. Technically, a part of him is still alive-ish, but Mentep is dead. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and and then at the end they make it to Drazak. Yep, and there's not a whole lot on Drazak. There's, there's literally Jack all. There's nothing there. There was no reason to be afraid. Is is literally just an empty uh sort of white palace. An empty, pal- like, yeah, white palace. I think it was kind of like the idea of, um, you know that part in Nier where you had, like, the copied city? That was, like, the remade city of all, like, white blocks and, like, white. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I kind of imagine it like that. Sure. I go with that. Um, yeah. And Ultix just takes his seat on, on the throne. There was a the, see there, what's gonna happen. Yeah, there was, like, a, there was, like, a, a crown that was waiting there for, like, whoever would lead. Or whoever had led before, and he was like, "Oh, I'll just sit here." I guess it's my crown. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of interesting uh, that the uh, it was surrounded by like the um, a debris field that had Necron ships from literally every era. Yeah, everyone always was coming there for some reason or yeah. another. And the Acrops like willingly took them there because the Acrops wanted to finally be at peace. And, the, and then the Acrops was like, "Guess I'll die," and flies into the sun. <laughs> Guess I'll just die here. Yep, and that's, that's and then, the then the book ends. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, I guess I guess Ultix Valgul. That's oh, the name. Oh, that was the Bone King Valgul. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the question: Is is Ultix the new Valgul? Like in terms of like the Lich King style with Frostmourne and like in in WoW, or is he was he Valgul the whole time? Oh yeah, is it a prequel? Is he the Valghul originally? I don't know. The Valghul uh, was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> but I mean, we've we we're har- we're harder. We're probably both harder on this book than we actually consider it because it's it's certainly not bad. I I give it a, a firmly planted good. Oh yeah, it was definitely good. I just 
it maybe not great. Yeah, I think it had a it it had a large shadow to live in. Is is a big problem that it had. It's it was it was really it would have been really hard to live up to Ruin because Ruin was very very good. So it had big shoes to fill, and I don't think it quite filled them. But that doesn't make it a bad book. No, I I think it definitely more so. I mean, it had some shoes to need to fill, absolutely. But I, I think it. I feel like it could have used another two or three drafts, a couple of revisions, mm-hmm. um, just just like a little bit, a couple of look, looks looking over to make sure that it flowed better. Um, yeah, the pacing was one, all over the place. Yeah, yeah, because Ruin was a tight book. It was it was so good. It was it it started a little slow, but that was kind of intentional. Yeah, and it, to build its way up, it was a great tragedy. It had almost no dull moments. Yeah, um, it was it was just really well made it was it was nice tight thing and i feel like it's like when you do your first project and it's like nearly perfect and then you have to do the sequel to it and you're like i don't really i didn't plan for this yeah like how do i live up to that like i got a i literally got like a 99.9 percent on my first project i don't know how i'm gonna get the extra point one. Oh no yeah it it's it's good but it it was it's a bit sloppy it's a bit yeah uh Needs a little bit more. It has all the parts to be a really good book from like the beginning, the part with the trebuchet, uh, uh, when they go to Carnotite and they're with the warlock. Uh, like, th- they're all really good parts. It's just, you're right, like they just kind of don't flow that well. And like, you almost feel like you don't get enough of these big moments because they feel this need to have like the this constant chase going on. And yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Oh, I totally forgot. Dennett summoned the monoliths. That's right! Dennett, <laughs> he saved the Necrons. He summoned the monoliths. They only I, lasted uh, for like two seconds, but it was just enough time to absorb that one blow that would have killed them. I gotta be honest. I actually thought that scene wasn't handled very well. Well, d- yeah. D- d- I despite mean, little, like, like pacing. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. D- like Ultix saw, looked out. He's like, oh, the guns are about to fire. And Ultix looks out. And then it, it was like the next line was Dennett summoned the monoliths. <laughs> and I was like, no, too fast. You need to be like, yeah. And Ultix looked out and sees two oculars flaring in the acrops. And he looks up and like, is that Dennett? Why is Dennett on the bridge? And then, and then, and then Dennett's, uh, and then it's like, oh, this oculars flared. And then a, a, a wisp of translocation arrives in front of him in the shape of a monolith <laughs> like that's i think they need to be like said like that because he literally just said he summoned the monolith like no yeah. you had to build up to that you've been setting this up for two books yeah it's, it's been a joke for two books that he can't remember the password for the monolith then it's like he finally remembers it and you're over and done with it like that it's just yeah it, it needed more build up it needed it was i'm happy it happened but like it needed more there was a part of me that was actually hoping the monoliths would, like, warriors would come out of the monolith and actually do something, but... No, they, they literally, all they did was take tank to, like, big explosions. Yeah, that's it. I was I was actually kind of hoping that Dennett would summon actual warriors and the warriors would, like, help fight off the uh, Imperium or something, but... Nope, yeah. they just tanked a super blast from the Lystragonian, I think it was. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. Save the Acrops, which is, you know, saving the Acrops is pretty good. But... That's pretty good, but yeah, I mean, for the big thing that you've been joking about for two whole books. It, you need you needed to give it a little bit more... Uh, you need more little, payoff. 
a little more payoff. I needed some more payoff on that. Yeah. 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 Um. All right. That's about it. I think I don't have anything else. I really think I need to say. No, I think we've I think we've expressed our feelings on the book. It was it was all right. It, yeah. It, after coming right off of ruin, a little mm, mid. It, it, it need an, it need another draft or two. It needs to be tightened up. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe a few fewer like supplement sub, like them trying to figure out how to fix the drive in like the, the ship, or something yeah. like that. Like you could have like taken away a plot point or two and instead stretched out the the warlock and, and the and the trebuchet. Like the trebuchet was pretty long already, but like yeah. certain things and kind of figure that stuff out a little bit more. It needed to be refined a little bit, I think. Agreed. Um, but it's uh it's still a fine book. I'm still absolutely gonna read the next one. Oh hell yeah! Assuming, 100%. I'm assuming there's gonna be a next one, right? There's gonna be a third one. I'm going to assume they're not just gonna end it with like, oh yeah, and Ultix found peace on Drazek, and hooray, he is the Bone King, and his subjects love him, and that's where they live forever, and underneath whatever that shroud thing is. I'm hoping they'll have a third one. What's the conflict uh though? Uh, just Ultix leading as the Bone King? Leading, doing it, becoming it. Maybe the Imperium isn't quite dead. They just left. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, Psychor just kind of fucked off, you know? Like, you... Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he had a goodbye message, but... That was yeah. pretty funny. You see, he was genuinely disappointed that he didn't murder him. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry I couldn't perform treason on you. I really wanted to, but I just never quite had the chance. It's like, it's like well, I stole 90% of your Canoptic Scarabs as well. And I was gonna kill you with all of them, but damn. I never got the chance. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm very sorry. Good. I'm not very good at my job, am I? Damn, I'm damn, a. Damn. I'm a bad death mark. Yeah, but good luck. Yeah, it's funny ass <laughs> yep, dude. There he goes. Yep. All right. So a, a tentative recommend, but um, yeah. at, hot off the heels of ruin could have been a little better. Agreed. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, it, was, it was it was fine. It yeah. was fine. Um, I'm I'm more at the moment. I'm in like that situation where I'm more. I'm like, the book is not as as far from bad or anything, but I'm a little frustrated by it. Yeah, and so I feel more negative towards it, despite the fact that it's not actually that bad. Yeah, not a bad book. Just had a hard time living up to ruin. Yeah. All right. Well. Yep. In that case, that's our book club. Our next book will be. Ooh, hey, I yeah, I'm 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 interested. What's our next book? I, I don't know. Oh, I'm well, sorry. I thought I, I don't know. Fucking buzzkill. Jesus. I, for, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh man, I don't even know what the next book is. And he's gonna. Oh shit. Yeah, man. Let's go. What's what's he gonna do? And Fifty just... Shades of Grey. Oh no. Twilight. Breaking Dawn Part One. Yeah, we're no, just read all four parts of uh, Twilight. No, just read Part One. <laughs> read Part Two, half of Part Two, the 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 three fourths of the ending of Part Two is what we're going with. All right, let's get the fuck right. out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Just shenanigans. <laughs>